For those of you who listened to the podcast a few weeks ago, you will remember me saying that I was going to put an offer on my Month to Manifest program. Month to Manifest is the easiest manifestation course on the market right now. My intention when creating this course was allow it to be easy, simple, time efficient, like I'm not about things that take me a lot of time or I just won't do them. So this requires at the most five minutes of your time a day to be able to really hone your intentions on a daily basis. And not only that, one of the things we have done is to create a community of like-minded people where we meet once a month on a live and we set our intentions for the month ahead. It is so powerful and you'll get to meet those like-minded people who share in your joy and in your love of manifestations and we all lift each other up. It is so amazing. I love it and I would love you to join. One of the things that I have always wanted to do as well is to make this affordable and not only is it affordable every day but I am also giving you a discount on that right now. All you have to do is DM me the word manifest on Instagram and I will send you the unique discount code. Come and join us. Welcome back to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast with me, your host, Jude Dawn. How are you all feeling? I am still a little bit rough around the edges. I'm feeling... (laughs) run down again. This is, oh, what are we on? I started feeling like this on the 31st of December and we're now the 14th of January. So that's two weeks. (laughs) That's two weeks that I'm still feeling like this. Now I will say there's a positive. I haven't lost my voice yet. So clearly whatever I'm doing with that is helping because that has been a big thing that I've wanted to change that I've really put effort into is that every time I get a cold, I was losing my voice. So I've started to think, what can I do to protect that? And so far, touching wood, um, that has remained intact. It feels a little bit hoarse today and sore, but I'm going to go home and do my inhaler that I've shown on the, <laughs> I've shown on Instagram. I'm not going to tell you what it is, just something that you so called air through and it's meant to, to, um, kind of help your vocal cords. So fingers crossed that is working and I'm doing everything I can to protect that. Uh, What else have I done to update you on? I've not been able to and I'm hoping this is going to help you. My goal has been and I've joined a new gym and I'm excited about this because you know what? Change of scene helps to change up a routine which then helps you to rein, reinvigorate it. Is that how I'm going to say it? Reinvigorate? I think that's the word that I'm wanting to say. So I'm excited about that. But my goal was to get there three times a week. Now I've not been able to achieve that just because I felt pretty run down. And I, and I honestly, I've tried. I know that's such a pathetic excuse. But I did, I have tried on a few occasions and I've been coughing my guts up on the treadmill. And if somebody was like that next to me, I'd be thinking, stop it, get yourself home, you're spreading germs around the place. So I'm being gentle on myself, I'm being gentle on what I need and what I need to do. And if I feel like going, I'm going. If I don't, I'm putting my jammies on 
and I'm having an early night and I'm doing nice things to comfort myself. I've also started the Zoe journey. It's very early stages. So if you don't know what it is, go and have a look at it. It's all about how to figure out, oh God, I feel like I should know this off the top of my head, like what it's meant to do. It's essentially about trying to figure out what works for you food-wise, what works for your gut, what works for your metabolism, because we're all different. So I have started that journey mainly because perimenopause was taking its toll on me and my body shape has changed and I've not been able to get it back. So it was something that I wanted to look into in terms of knowing what my body now needs from a nutrition point of view in in the stage of life that I'm at. So um, if you are interested in that, no doubt I will be talking about my journey. Um, it's I'm probably not going to say too much because it's a personal journey. So there's no point in me giving you advice because it's it's personal to me. But I will tell you whether it's worked or not because I think that's a good thing that you might want to know if it's something you're interested in. I will say on the first day that you started, you have to eat these cookies that they give you. So you've got to have these cookies that they give you for breakfast and cookies that you've got to have for lunch. And I'm not a big eater, morning or lunchtime. And I had to at nine o'clock and I pushed it back as far as I could. So at nine o'clock this morning, I started the process of eating these two cookies and they were, I mean, hefty. Wasn't like a nice little cookie either. It was hefty. And I was having to like munch it up and like swill water with my mouth as if I was taking a tablet. (laughs) And honest to God, it took me 20 minutes. And the maximum time you can allow yourself to take these cookies is 20 minutes. And I was dot on trying to finish them off. I've got another two to go at lunchtime. And these ones are blue. And from what I understand, they're nowhere near as nice as the ones at breakfast. And the ones at breakfast were horrific. Anyway, that is what I'm doing today. I have set time aside. I'm in the office. I'm doing this podcast for you guys. I've got a few certification inquiry calls that I will be jumping on. And it's really like content day for me today. And thinking about the, the the upcoming masterclass that I've got to prepare for as well. So that is what I'm doing. But what I took time out to do today was, was to review. And it wasn't a conscious thing. I hadn't set out that this was what I was going to do today. I decided to review my vision board, but really do an overhaul of it. It's not something like I would love to be the type of person that at the start of January, I've done my vision, I've done my quarterly vision goals. I've set out my targets, my strategies. I haven't done that yet. For one of my businesses, we've done that because I've got a business partner. So we we made sure there was a date in the diary to do that. But I haven't really done it for any other area of my life. So I'm conscious to do that before the end of January so that I've got real structure and strategy to work towards. And it just so happened that I was doing my meditation this morning and I looked at, I decided to look at my vision board and I thought, oh, been like that for a while and not that these things haven't come true it's just that I haven't updated the vision board and it didn't feel exciting anymore so the things that were on there because I didn't feel excited about it I wasn't focused on them if I'm not focused on them they are not manifesting so what I did was I I have two vision boards. Now, this is something that I've discussed with my Month to Manifest community, and I'm happy to share that with you guys. 
that I decided, I think it was the middle of last year, to set up an extra vision board. This was my wouldn't it be amazing if vision board. It was things that I hadn't put on my vision board because I didn't deem them as something that I believed was possible. There were huge goals, you know, not, not, um, you know, I've got a, a house on my vision board now that I see as achievable. Now, the house on my, wouldn't it be amazing if vision board was like, I don't know, twi- three times the price of the one that's on my current vision board. And there were all these things was, wouldn't it be amazing if, because I realized that one day I was walking through a little village and I saw these amazing houses, like beautiful, like, oh God, I don't even know what era there would have been, but maybe Tudor, maybe before that, just stunning, really, really beautiful style. And I remember just looking at the the stillness of the water because it was next to a, a river and there was a beautiful little cobbled bridge and even though I was enjoying the view and, and looking at these houses in the village, there was part of me that thought, yeah, but you'll never live in one of those. And and I had a real negative view around it. And I was like, oh, I didn't know I had a resistance to that. And it was a real moment of clarity for me that Obviously, I know there's never, you you never have a time where you're not going to do work on yourself. But I was like, oh, there's some work I need to do on that. So what I decided to do was have a board where, although I didn't think these things were possible yet, it was, wouldn't it be amazing if board? So it's not my vision board for, for 2024 or 2023. It was, wouldn't it be amazing if in the future? So today, I decided to put those two boards next to each other on my desktop so that I could see them side by side. Now, I do my vision boards on a a, a Word document. Well, it's Apple. I do it on pages, which is like just a Word document. So I've got them side by side, all these beautiful images. And what I did was I looked at them and I reevaluated the wouldn't it be amazing if to go, do I actually want the things that are on there? And the ones that I now believe, which I wasn't expecting this, by the way, the ones that I now believe are possible, I can move over to my 2024 vision board. And my 2024 vision board board got a massive up level and a revamp. And I'm excited about it again. I'm so excited about it. It looks beautiful. It's so, so nice. Now, you want to feel like that about your vision board because there are how can you get excited about something that you're visualizing if you feel a bit, oh. <laughs> how can you invite it in if your energy's not high and your motivation's not high? So I decided to review the vision board. And what it got me thinking was to, to help you with this, because that's lovely. You, can, you guys can do this. You can go away and have a, wouldn't it be amazing if vision board? But what I wanted to help you with more specifically, was what happens if there's something on your vision board that you really want to change this year? And you don't want to have to wait a year for your mindset to catch up with it, okay? So for me, the reason why I needed to wait a good chunk of time before the the things from the Wouldn't It Be Amazing If board went onto my 
my yearly vision board was because there was things I had to achieve off my yearly vision board before I believed the other things were possible. But as I say, the thing that I want to help you with, I've made a ton of notes on it. So if you are watching this on YouTube, you'll see me looking down at my notes. You also might see me taking a drink of water for my little throat issue. (laughs) What I wanted to help you with is if there's something on your vision board that you really, really want to happen for 2024, but your mindset hasn't caught up with it. And this episode is massively going to help it. It's going to help to reprogram the subconscious part of your brain that keeps telling you it's not possible, okay? So little notes that I've made is if our end goals are different to where we are at now, we then have to change something about ourselves to get there, okay? So what do you need to change about yourself? So I want you to visualize that thing. You'll know what it is. You won't even need to look at your vision board. I want you to visualize the thing that's on your vision board that part of you says, but that probably won't happen for me, okay? Now, you have a subconscious there that you've probably not even realized is talking. And it's an old story. It's an old story that you keep telling yourself as to why that won't happen for you. And I want you to start doing the work on that, okay? And there's going to be tips and tools that I'm going to give you throughout this episode that is going to allow you to do the work on the part of your brain that is telling you the thing you want isn't possible, okay? So the one things, the, the things that we need to do is to change the way we think and we need to change our habits, our behaviors, and our responses. And to do that, you now need to become so aware. I want you to become hyper-focused on your thoughts. Hyper-focused on your thoughts. That you know every single thought that goes through your head on a daily basis that is telling you something that is going to derail you from the outcome that you desire. That is step one. And that is huge. That sounds really easy because you're just thinking a thought and you're being conscious of it. But what I want you to get into the habit of is is being aware of them, okay? So sometimes we are not aware of the subconscious thoughts that happen on a daily basis because they are wired to be automatic. You've wired them to be automatic. So if I give you an example of a habit that I have now learned that I need to unlearn, and this is different because it's not a thought, but it is definitely a habit and it's subconscious. So therefore I'm not thinking it, I just do it. So what I tend to do on a night time when I'm watching TV, not tend to, that's a lie, I do it all the time. What I am doing all the time now when I'm watching TV is I pick my phone up. It's automatic. I can't stop that unless I'm conscious of it. At the moment, I'm subconscious of it, so it's doing it all the time without me making an effort. My mind goes, oh, you've been watching this for 15 minutes, but you haven't checked your phone. Go check your phone. So then I go through all my little touch points in my phone. It's automatic. It's programmed. I have rewired my brain to do that automatically. I go and check my emails. I then go and check Instagram. I then go and check, oh God, what's my third touch point? I can't even think because it's so automated. I just do it. 
And what I realised was, because I went to go and see, oh, I talked about it in last week's podcast. I went to go and see Wonka at the pictures. I've not been to the pictures in ages, right? And when I say pictures, I mean cinema. If you're watching this and you don't understand that terminology. <laughs> I've not been to the pictures in ages. And what I realised was, especially sitting with my daughter, who would definitely have frowned on me, is that I couldn't t- I couldn't look at my phone, but I really wanted to. I really wanted to. And I also know that I have now retrained my brain to not be able to watch anything longer than 45 minutes. That was an effort to sit through that. And it was lovely. It was really, really funny. It was, uh, you know, uh, uh, you were kind of like, you didn't know what was going to happen yet. I had no idea what the outcome was going to be of that film. So it wasn't like it was boring, but I have reprogrammed my brain that I only really watch telly for like about 45 minutes at a time because that's the only time I give it. And then I'm done and I'm tired and I'm ready to go to bed. So I now have a, a switch off point that is subconscious and not conscious that when I get to that point, I'm like, oh, I'm done now, ready for bed. So it went on too long for me, if I'm honest, even though it was really good. But that's just because of where I've trained my brain. So I'm now very conscious that I now have, and I'm going to call it an addiction because I am addicted to picking up that flaming phone. Now, I want to unlearn that behavior. To unlearn that behavior, I have to be conscious of when it's happening. Now, I appreciate that my phone is not an example of a mindset shift. But what I'm showing you is, is that if I keep thinking the same way and my habits and responses are the same, I'll keep getting the same outcome. I'm going to keep picking up my phone. Now, you might have something that is a habit and a response that gets you the same outcome that is affecting one of your goals. So I want you to start thinking about, based on that thing that you know feels a little bit out of reach on your vision board, what habits and actions have you got that are detrimental? What thoughts, because it's a thought that comes first, what thought do you have first that encourages and wires that habit and action that's automatic? So say, for example, a client of mine wants to increase their engagement on Instagram. Now they have a a big account. They are quite famous. So they do have a, a, a big reach. But every time they go to post on Instagram, even though they know they have to because it's part of their business, it's something that enables them to earn money. Their thought process tells them to not post, even though we've come up with a, a plan and an action that they're going to do. There's a there's a part of their brain that goes, "What's the point? Nobody's nobody cares." I'm not going to post. So they get the same outcome where they haven't increased their engagement or changed an outcome based on their thought. Once you now have an awareness of thought and the story that you tell yourself, I want you to acknowledge that and then ask yourself, without this thought, what is the habit or action that I should be taking? Without this thought, what is the habit or action I should be taking? Is my thought true? Is what I'm thinking true? 
Does it have any facts to back it up? You can do the work on this. Write them down. What facts do I have that prove my negative thinking is true versus how can I build a list of things that debunk it? That means it's not true. Because what you're trying to do is prove yourself wrong. We need something that rewires that thought system in your brain that tells you what you're thinking is detrimental to the outcome. And as always, and this is something that I'm definitely, I think it's my word of 2024. I've said it in the last few episodes. I want this to be a gentle process for you. You don't need to be hard on yourself. You don't need to keep beating yourself with a stick because you get something wrong or you're not doing things in the right way. I think that's a you know one of the most negative um, outcomes of people reading The Secret is that they start to get scared of their thoughts because, oh my God, I'm thinking a bad thought, it's going to come true. No, you just need to unlearn it. You know, what The Secret does is allows you to learn about manifestation. What all of these thought leaders do is allow you to learn more about things that support your mindset, things that allows you to improve and develop. But one thing that it's not teaching you to do is unlearn the things that are holding you back. What do you need to unlearn right now that is detriment to the outcome that you desire? So say, for example, if your desire is, obviously I'm hosting my masterclass um, in a week's time. As this come out, it'll be a week's time. You know, and, and those people who've got a huge desire to become a coach will have limited beliefs about, but this probably won't work for me. What was if I can't do it? Why would anyone work with me? Can you imagine what habits and actions you would take based on that? Even though if if on your beautiful vision board, your goal is that you change career, you earn more money and you start helping people, but your thoughts keep going, yeah, but why would anyone want to work with me? So therefore, I want you to start questioning that. Why would somebody want to work with you? What would you have done that shows you're an expert? Sorry, this is really specific to the, to the guys in the masterclass. But those are the things that we're working on with them. That is the things we work on in the academy. That is the things that I work on with my clients. What tells you this is true? And what habits, actions, responses do you need to take that is going to get you a different outcome? Because at the moment, that thought process is holding you back from change. So what do you need to do to be able to shift that up? One of the easiest ways to do this, right? And I still do it now, right? You take somebody that's already got what you have and what you want, and you think, what would they do? It helps you to remove from the the emotion that you've got inside of yourself because it gets you to look outside of yourself and see from another perspective which you can do, you'll do, because your friends will come to you for advice and you'll give them advice all day long, but you won't take it for yourself. So I want you to think about, right, the person who's got the thing that I want, what were their habits and actions? You know, there's people out there who find it really easy to date and to find the love of their life. 
What were their habits and actions? You'll know somebody who just is always in a relationship and finds it really easy to get men to fall in love with them, women to fall in love with them. What are the habits and actions? People who always get promoted at work, what are the habits and actions? What are their thoughts that could be different to where you think now? Do the work on yourself. This is so gentle. This is not beating yourself up. This is just conscious thinking to change your subconscious habits and actions. And that is how you reprogram yourself. It's as simple, as easy as that. The structures, the strategies, there's tools and techniques that you may need to put in place. This is the work that we we do with our clients. But this is the first step. Questioning the thoughts and making it really, really easy and gentle. What is the life you want and what is holding you back? Because I 100% believe that anyone can have whatever they want. You've got to bear in mind that I started out, my goal was to work in a shop on a till. I have very little goals for myself. I didn't believe I was capable of anything. And yet the universe delivered me a life where I was able to test out opportunities and say, oh, wonder if I could do that. And I did it. And I was like, oh, actually, that's not as hard as I thought it was. Why did I think somebody else more... Um, uh, uh, somebody who's smarter than me could do that why did I think that I was too thick not to be able to do that and I was like oh I could do that and then I did it and then I thought oh well maybe I could do that and it was circumstantial that allowed me to start changing my behaviors my habits my actions but I had to be conscious of them And I had to be willing to step outside my comfort zone. Nothing would have changed for me. I'd have just thought, no, 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 no. That's not possible for me. I'm not going to do it. I'm not even going to apply because what's the point? I'll not get it. I never thought like that. Because I allowed myself to dream. And when you allow yourself to dream, you allow yourself to take the opportunity, to take the risk. And when you start doing that, the growth that you go through when you start to step little tiny bits outside your comfort zone, you then get to work on yourself more. You then get to see what is needed for that next step. And nothing's really different in a sense of whatever new level, you just have to do the same work on your mindset that you did at stage one, stage two, stage three, stage four. It's all the work that I've just taught you. It's about questioning your mindset so that you can have the life that you desire. And it is so possible for you to have whatever you want, whatever you desire. But you have to start doing this work on yourself. And find also find a person that believes in you as well. Because <laughs> you need somebody who's going to cheerlead you on when you don't feel like you can. Somebody who's going to go, yeah, of course you can bloody do it. Go out and do it. I didn't start off with a friendship group like that. And throughout my journey, I feel very blessed that I've been able to have those touch points with people who are adorable and supportive and uplifting. 
So reach out to somebody that you know and start to have those beautiful conversations. So you have that person who's going to go, what are you doing with that thing that you said you were going to do? <laughs> share your goals, share your dreams with them and do this journey with somebody. This is why our Monster Manifest is such a lovely group because people get to know each other and people get to like, you know, cheerlead each other on with their goals and their dreams. But see if you can do that for yourself as well. Thank you so much as ever for listening to the podcast. If this has resonated, then please do, if you haven't already, write me a review on whichever podcast app you listen to. It makes a huge difference. I've not asked you in ages, (laughs) but it does make a huge difference and I would really, really appreciate it. If you are watching this now on YouTube, dropping a comment underneath really, really helps as well sharing the podcast episodes, sharing the YouTube videos really does help to spread this message further. Have an amazing week, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Mindset podcast with me, your host, Jude Daunt. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do share with others. And it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate, review, follow and subscribe on your podcast app. This will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences. And if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly, please visit judedaunt.com coaching.co.uk the links will be in the show notes are you the creative type and you already know lots of cool things photoshop can do like create eye-popping images for social and gorgeous graphics for t-shirts and posters but did you also know it can instantly turn a gray sky into a fiery sunset change black and white to color in a click or make anything in your photo magically disappear maybe you're wondering can anyone use photoshop to take images from ordinary to amazing nope everyone can visit photoshop.com and get started for free